I'm Brian, and I'm a designer. And I'm Joe, and I'm a designer. Can my dog be a designer? Can your hairdresser be a designer? Can anyone be a designer? We'll talk about it. Brian, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Long week? Yes. Yeah. Very long week. Yeah. And then now we get ready for snowpocalypse. That's right. Uh, do you have your, your cans of soup and your bread? And A your, little and bit. And your rifles and ammunition. <laughs> You're firing at the snow. <laughs> so context for anybody outside of Seattle is Seattle shuts down. You're you're from the East Coast. It's it's absurd. It's like it's literally a dusting of snow, and people are acting like it's the yeah. end of the world. So people, you cars are spinning out of control <laughs> and exploding into flames and intersections. <laughs> we do have a lot of hills here, but my my favorite is the cars spinning out yeah. on Queen Anne Hill, yeah. and then you've got the snowboarders that are like passing them. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be talking about the age-old question: um, Can anyone be a designer? And uh, this is a question I think that um, gets brought up a lot. And I think the, the framework of the it's kind of a coded question. It's kind of um, it's kind of like a stocking horse to kind of like indict um, like snobby de- designers for being snobby. <laughs> right. It's like it's, it uses it to kind of be like, aha, you see, you just think it's just special birds. This do this when it's really, you know, and then the counter argument is an argument sometimes for for availability and, 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 and egalitarianism and stuff like that. So. Let's kind of see if we can put together some of the, put away some of the the, the paper tigers of, around what we're doing, and really just try and kind of fundamentally start talking about like, I guess we have to start start talking about like what what qualities a designer needs. Right? Yeah, probably. Like uh, yeah. If, if like they are endemic to everyone, then yes, anyone could be a designer, right? That's how I've my head's been thinking about this as prepping for this episode is, yeah, what are those qualities? And, and so, okay, so let's start. So what are those qualities? Well, I, I think we've talked about a lot of them on the show, but to, to recap, I mean, I think empathy is one of the, the first ones that comes to mind. It's sure. just, you need to be able to be empathetic to somebody else's plight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about, um, like, so there's an idea of like a, a designer, which is like, we can solve a problem, but then there's the more specific, like, you know, we had that episode about like what makes good design. Yeah. We and you have met people that just kind of see the world, right? You see mm-hmm. the, the 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 design matrix and all the ones and zeros about kind of like how everything should be. And there's other people that struggle with that. Like, right? Like, what is that? Isn't that people that are just kind of naturally? Aren't some people just kind of naturally born with the talent? Yes. I, I have no data to back up any of this. Awesome. But, but... welcome to our podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> when I think about it. I think that there are people that can see the rule of thirds. Yes. And they see it and know it intuitively. Right. And then there are other people that don't have that. Right. And I think they struggle a little bit. Right. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that someone that doesn't understand the rule of thirds can not be a good designer. Right. But uh, that, to me, seems like that's one of the commonalities with a lot of designers I know is they just always know that and they see it in not just design but in anything they do it's like they're they're kind of you know moving things like pictures and that sort of thing in their home and just making sure that they're like nicely designed right i so for sure and and i think that i will say that sometimes i think you can there's some people that are just born with a gift 
let's just say that. There are yeah. just some people that are just gifted in certain ways. Some people have terrific olfactory senses and yeah. they're just really good at cooking. Yeah. They can just pick up hints of blackberry in something where, like, for example, I, I have terrible olfactory sense. Oh, like, you know what red wine tastes like to me? Red wine. <laughs> 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 like, I don't, I don't pick up these other things that people pick up. Uh-huh. Having said that, I will notice personally... I notice the distinct differences in colors and other people don't. And right. so I think in that regard, like there is there is sometimes a, a true kind of physiological genetic thing yes. sometimes that happens that sometimes human beings are just born with a little bit of superpowers in various senses. So so I wanted to write a whole book on this, just this topic. Yeah. Um, and I, I started a whole outline and everything. I just never have had it really had the time. Yeah. But the title to me was Resonance. Mm-hmm. And it's a, term I use a lot to describe design and the the opener um what I did write was comparing it to pitch yeah so good one so I grew up blessed with not I wouldn't say perfect pitch because I'm not really a singer but um but when I did play instruments someone could say you know play an E and I could play an E like right. first try right and uh, and there's a special. I'm not sure if other people have this experience, but you know mm. when you have a tuning fork and you yeah. just you know you ding that. Yeah. To me, that that sound resonates in my body. Sure. I can Makes feel, you vibrate. Yes, I can feel the whole thing. Sure. And and I think there's uh, an analogous experience. I yeah. think with designers that yeah. when you see it, you know it right. and you feel it. Not it's not just a mental thing. You feel it in your body. This is good. This yeah. is right. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. Yeah. Other than you know, the the concentric circles that create the not concentric circles, the the spiral, the what is helix. it? Helix. The helix, yes. That creates the rule of thirds, which is so, based on science. Uh, so math. Uh, so um But I mean this gets into kind of like a a controversial place. Right, because it kind of flies a little bit in the face of, at least in this country, and in the the, the mythos that we all tell ourselves that we kind of brought our, uh, ourselves up and around the uh, the idea that like anything is available to anyone if you just kind of apply your effort behind it. Right, mm-hmm. like, do you think <laughs> that if you sat with a designer who was just kind of like naturally gifted and a designer who maybe wasn't naturally gifted but just worked their ass off, do you think one would be better than the other one? Uh, no, because I think there's some other skills that are involved there. Uh-huh. So, so I think someone could be a natural designer uh-huh. and be shit at the tools. Sure. They don't know how to cr- manifest that yes. design. Yes. But, and that's what, that's when you start getting into the craft. Like when Jay was on right. the show and talking right. about that. And then I think there's the reverse of that where you can have someone that is excellent at the craft of design. Right. But they may not intuitively no no or right. be able to see it they and that's okay it and run around the block yeah. yeah so what's what's interesting to me is that when i was thinking about this and, and preparing for this episode it occurred to me that so much of this what we're really talking about when we talk about talent yes there is there is perfect pitch there mm-hmm. is color sense there is uh olfactory giftedness and stuff like that but but there is also the determination mm-hmm. and in some ways talent springs for the determination to push yourself to get those skills right Mm -hmm. and in some ways talent is not yes talent starts out as like you just kind of naturally know how to draw a figure but talent is also manifested as the driving white hot desire to get better when someone else may may just kind of say yeah i can kind of sort of do it and then you just kind of let it trail off and you don't do anything I, i i don't know what it is necessarily about 
musicians in particular, but I've known multiple different, very, very naturally talented musicians that kind of got to a certain certain level and never really moved beyond that because mm-hmm. their natural talent didn't match the white hot burning desire to push themselves to graduate to that next right. level. Right. Right. And that is so that is also kind of a form of talent, right? right. Is that it's this kind of this 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 ambitious rage to to conquer these set of skills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one person that comes to mind is uh, our friend Charlie, yeah. Charlie Barr, yeah. uh, who we've both worked with, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. We've both worked with him, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he is, he's been working in digital for a really long time, but he's also a really talented artist that yeah. has shows and is in galleries and, also, and collections and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And he does it more as like a passion of a love, but he's also, right. fin- you know, has some financial success around it. Sure. And he always kind of describes it as like, I treat it like a job. Right. And I have to, you have to, I, have to I have to work at it. Yeah. I have to talk to the galleries to understand what is it that kind of helps them get customers into the door. Mm. And it's a, it's a, there's a business to it that I'm applying my artistry to and and he's trying to kind of match those, kind of align those things, in order to you make it into a business. For yeah, him. yeah. And I know that's not what, what that's not the classical artist that we we want to think of, but you do need to kind of understand how to to work that system, and and apply yourself to that system. I think in order to be successful. So that that makes me think that talking about about. Like, like getting back to the idea of de- like designers are different than artists, mm-hmm. right? In the sense that designers really are tasks tasked with a a a problem to solve, a, a role to fill, and though even though it, it it takes creativity, there is something that is kind of like there is there is something fungible and trackable at least some parts of design. We can say like yes, this product shipped this amount, or yes, the mm-hmm. amount of conversion. So, I think that's maybe what makes people nervous about a conversation like this is that it is. Um, it is there is a there's a, there's an ephemera to creativity and then trying to kind of smash that into a very kind of strict financial or business or even kind of a development box yeah. it's like well everyone can be a developer because you just need to know the language why right. can't everyone then also be a designer it's a very hard conversation to have yeah. because all of a sudden you are now if you had that conversation with a developer you're putting yourself on a pedestal mm-hmm. and saying like, well, I mean, anyone can go to boot camp and do you, <laughs> right. but me, I'm this special God. Yeah. And obviously that's a hard conversation to have, but I, I can't help but think that sometimes there is that kind of natural knack. And maybe it's just because I'm not a developer. I'm, I'm sure there is natural knacks that people have for just kind of being a natural developer as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think I mean, something that comes to mind is I mean, we are talking about designers. I mean, there's so many designers it's such a huge spectrum and huge. We, we you know we're largely talking about digital design yeah. and user experience design and that yeah. sort of thing on this yeah. show um we sometimes kind of get into the other areas but like you know interior design for example sure is you know that is still design yeah um and you know and i think that there are there definitely are are different skills for each one of those different fields. Mm. I mean, even just within digital design, we have subdivisions, right? Like, you know, you, I would trust you to start to create like an icon set. Right. But I wouldn't do it. Right. Right. That's just not 
with really with your strength. Sp- yeah, it's not my skill set. Right. Um, but I'm you like, could do it. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm hire Thanks, you to do it. <laughs> hey, Joe, can you do this? But um, but you could do it. Yeah, I could probably. I so I know the tools that I could probably hack something together. And if I was applied myself to your point, if I applied myself, I could probably get much better at it. Do, are you a natural designer? Uh, I don't know. I mm. think, I, I think so. I consider myself to be a designer, obviously, but, yeah. um, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I, I sometimes, I sometimes question that sometimes because I, 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 what makes gives me pause is I think I've realized over time that I'm a better facilitator of, about helping people understand and and move design forward. Totally, Th- and that I have a greater um, I contribute more in that bucket than I do in the production bucket. Totally, especially as I get older and my you know my skills aren't as sharp on some of the tools. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Sometimes I think I, I suffer from like, mm, how do I say this? I suffer from like aesthetic privilege or something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like, you know, I've, I've made a career about kind of like railing against patterns and kind of like, let's be weird and let's oh, make right. things, you know, stranger and stuff like that. But it's also because I think that I take for granted sometimes that I have just naturally been gifted with the, with the ability to just kind of be creative. Mm-hmm. And like not everyone... Like you've ever, if you've ever been in a in a in a like a design reveal of kind of like early stage iterations, surely you've had the experience where people were just like, "Wow, I just never would have thought of that. It must be so fun to be creative." Oh, really? I didn't. It took me a while to understand that like not everyone thinks about things the same way I do. Right. And the idea about being creative is in some ways just kind of like an endemic thing that some people just kind of have. Just like some people can run really fast. Right. And and when I'm raging against stuff like patterns and stuff like that, I think that I'm. I think I'm unfairly dogging on other people that maybe just don't have the endemic skill set that I might have to actually just kind of like think of a new thing. Mm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I think other people kind of need help sometimes in frameworks building things and stuff like that. Right. And so like it's you know it's like it's like dogging on a paint by number. I was like, yeah. well, you asshole! Not everyone can fucking paint, so right. don't dog on people. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that is one of the skills that I think is common across most designers. Yeah. Is in in our world, there we can have an idea, like take something from nothing. Right. Put that down on paper or share that idea with somebody else. Right. And not be afraid of that. Totally. That's right? such a good point. It's the the it's, big light bulb. God, that, <laughs> you know God, that is man. That is just a gold star point. That idea that creativity in some ways is not being afraid of being of making a mistake mm-hmm. on in that that venue mm-hmm. right like like i i don't i don't know how to play the guitar I don't pick up a guitar in a guitar store and just like start <laughs> hammering away because it's embarrassing because I right. don't know what I'm doing. Right. And no one really wants to be in that position of like duh, duh, yeah. duh. <laughs> so but I mean but then Taking it back to kind of then that uh, that discussion about about um, intent isn't not making a mistake just making mistakes so many times that you just know what to avoid at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, you just you you learn you learn where all the landmines are buried, right? And you know how to navigate some of those, right? And I think a really skilled designer um, actually knows where the landmines are buried so well that sometimes they intentionally 
like move people in that direction so they can <laughs> realize where those landmines are. Who told you? <laughs> right. Because if if you if you can successfully navigate a bunch of uh, folks that um, aren't really as involved in the creative process, yeah, and you just magically solve that problem for them, they won't understand all of the different choices that you made mm. to be able to get there, mm. right? how you navigated that. So mm. that's, again, that's why I think the the facilitation is such a big part of that yeah. is because you have to walk people through that journey sure. to tell them the story of like why it's good. Otherwise they just tear it to shreds and then you're on defense all the time. Yeah, totally. And a lot about, a lot of, a, a lot of kind of like the, the most, um, um, ethical way to, to promote talent is to use talent to reveal to reveal things that people maybe not realize, mm -hmm. right? Like that is your that is your, your your most fundamental goal is to be kind of a guide and be like, no, 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 this is why, and let me kind of lay out the right. the, the steps for you, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So, but even if you are, you know, a genius and you can just first try lay something down on paper and right. it is, you know, right. God's gift to man, right. right? Right. Like because those things do happen. Yeah. And uh if if you're not in a room of people that really understand that that is a work of genius. Right. Then, you know, they're just going to be like, oh, I don't know. I don't get it. Sure. Right. I mean, I'm sure it happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Like sometimes I lay awake at night and think about all the amazing ideas that have never come to fruition. Like, oh, totally. There is probably some weird Jungian subconscious blob of ideas floating out there in the ether that are yeah. like the most amazing ideas in the world that will never see the light of day. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. I mean, well, I, I mean, having spent most of my career working with startups, it's like, I mean, I over 50% of them. Yeah. Uh, the ones that you've never heard of right. that, you know, right. made something and it never quite fit. Yeah. They were, I, I mean, I all, I believed every single one of them sure. was yeah. a really great idea yeah. and just didn't find the right audience oftentimes because they were too early. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so much of it is, again, I, that's why I, I, I keep coming back from uh, uh, th thinking that design is more about helping people understand what is mm. good, what is bad. Mm. Um, that's the same thing as like making a good product or product design or whatever it may be. Yeah. Is like it has to be somewhat attuned to that audience. Right. Um, it doesn't have to be. Right. Right. But you know, I use this metaphor of like you've gotta you gotta play the hits to like fill the stadium. Right. Right. And, and I think about that because when I used to do a lot of public speaking, I would like to get up on stage and just be like, hey, I have all of your attention for, right. for an hour. Right. I'm just going to do something weird. <laughs> awesome. I <laughs> <Right>? love it. <laughs> because it's like I did one presentation where I did it backwards. Yeah. Like I didn't speak backwards, right. but I, <laughs> I did it That would have been really yeah. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I did one where it was I I did a uh, I would hit a new topic uh -huh. like so uh -huh. you remember the this week in God on the Daily Show yeah, like yeah. I did a bit like that right, right. it's just do fun weird stuff sure, right yeah. make it entertaining yeah and um and then but then there was also I wanted to talk about topics that weren't just the mobile topics right and I learned largely through social media that if you don't play those hits. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> right. You get murdered. <laughs> Largely, they say some really media. nasty stuff, <laughs> and then they don't ask you to speak at conferences anymore. And so, so you kind of have to like know your audience and and play to it a little bit. Okay. So, not that it should be that way. I wish it weren't that way, but that is kind of how it is now. 
So can anyone be a designer? I believe everyone can be a designer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I think everyone has the capacity to be... Mm. I think everyone has the capacity to be a designer. I think that if you took someone and you put them in a room for eight weeks and they have, you know, a, a, a kind of a, a sense of curiosity and a, a sense of, of due diligence about doing the work, um, yes, I think that they could become a good journeyman designer. Do I think everyone has the capacity to be radically creative? The answer is no, I do mm. not. Yeah, I, I, I'd buy that. Yeah. I, I think... Um... Yeah, because I would say that anyone has a capacity to be a designer, and I also think they could be a really good designer. Yes. But yes. For are sure. They, are they going to, is that person that doesn't have some of those intuitive things, which I don't really know what those are, but with those into that, that resonance that I was talking about before, if that doesn't quite happen, I think they're going to struggle. So, I mean, let's, let's, let's take it away from the subjective, for, for example. So... If you are colorblind, and right. there's a high likelihood that you, our listeners, may be colorblind and not actually know it. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's incredibly common. I may actually have some. I've never been tested for right. it fully. Right. Um, I don't think I am. Right. But <laughs> if I was, I wouldn't know. Right. 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 And so, so if you're colorblind and you're a designer, like that. That's going to affect the work. That could be a struggle. Yeah. I don't actually know. I think that you can be a designer and you can be successful, but I think I would imagine at some point that is going to start to for sure impact the work. And uh, once again, I mean, this 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 discussion is, is freighted by the fact that we're using the term designer that is so broad, mm -hmm. right? And there's so many different right. things that, you know, is it about, is it about color? Is it about weight? Is it about, you know, uh, the design of a... Of a you know, a table. I mean, all these things are, yeah. are, are, are different. But I will say that you, you saying that stuff makes me think of two people I went to high school with. Um, and one person was extremely studious and they got like 4.0s and like nearly valedictorian stuff. But um, this person at a party, they weren't necessarily like a wit. It wasn't like the Algonquin round table. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? It was just mm -hmm. kind of like they were fine and they were kind of good studious. Now, these people by the textbooks that we were studying were remarkably smart people. Mm -hmm. Another person I know, very poorly in school, nearly flunked out. This person is one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life and can, can carry a, a, a conversation at a party and, and really hold court and kind of, you know, drop Latin phrases and <laughs> stuff like that. So there's two, there's so many different types of intelligence. Yeah. And I think that what maybe you and I are talking about is at once too broad in the sense that it's about, quote unquote, design. Yeah. And then also at once kind of too narrow, which is like, can anyone be that kind of creative thinker that just kind of plops things onto a page and they look perfect right out of the gate? Right. Well, no. But that also means that there's other different types of smarts we're maybe not putting that same metric on. Right. We're not considering. Right. 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 Yeah. Well... This isn't a response to that. You just as you were talking, I I just thought of something that happened last night. Okay, I don't. I think it's related. Uh, <laughs> Go, man. It, Play it like jazz. So my child, yeah. PJ, yeah. 
they came to us at dinner last night and they run this this zine mm. team at mm. their school that awesome. they started and I love so it. they get together every week and they make zines and they love do it. weird stuff love it and it's been going really well they got a table at short run so like cool, i dude. mean it's yeah it's been very successful I'm real jealous i got to yeah. tell you i'm yeah. real jealous <laughs> i mean they made they made hundreds of dollars that at short so run awesome. <laughs> right bunch of like 16 year olds <laughs> and um and so that's kind of where they want to go right. in, in their career. Right. And we've really been encouraging that. It's like, that is a, such a fantastic thing yeah. for you to be doing, yeah. going into college and like just being able to have that in your portfolio and whatnot. Yeah. And they want to audition for a school play. Mm. And they're really concerned with their club and everything else that's going on. Mm. They're concerned that they're about overcommitting. Now, they haven't acted since they were... You like they we. need some drama, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So this is them kind of going off and doing something that's a little scary Fun. for them, right? Good. It's yeah. like a musical they're doing in Chicago or something like that. Awesome, and, love it. And um, so completely outside of their depth of experience, but oh. and it was and it's this really hard conversation that we had with them to say, well, we want you, we want you to like pursue some of these challenges, but we also kind of, you've built up this thing that, you, should you know, pursue this thing. you should pursue it yeah. because it's, you know, yeah. you're having some success and they're, they're going to be a senior in high school next year. So, you know, we start the college application process yeah. here pretty soon. So yeah. there's a little bit of a timing factor sure. yeah. of them. We didn't want them to completely abandon it. Yeah. Um, but as we were kind of talking it out, we were like, yeah, do, do the acting thing. Yeah. Like yeah. do it. Yeah. It's it's new. It's a challenge. Right. It may actually be the thing that you want to do more yeah. than I mean, the zine. The, the, now is the time to explore that stuff. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about in the, the Your Regrets or Mistakes episode, we were talking about not taking advantage. Yeah. We brought that up at dinner. Actually. <laughs> Great. I'm glad my failures can be fodder at the dinner table. <laughs> uh, you're like, don't be like Joe. <laughs> Listen, whatever you do. <laughs> um. But yeah, so so uh, as we're kind of kind of going through this, it, it as as we've been talking, that story just immediately came into mind because it mm. it almost feels like the opposite of what I said earlier. That maybe that you should pursue the things that are kind of scary. That if mm. you feel like you could be a designer, but you don't have those skills, and it's just something that you want to explore, then you should fucking do it. Just start doing it, like because we need more. I think we need more designers in the world. We need more people to like pursue like creativity and yes. like you know what I mean. Yes, I think what we really need of is more and different perspectives in that that space, right? Mm -hmm. People that are not you know Us. white dudes, <laughs> and but, then they, we can have them on the podcast or have does, them do yeah. the podcast instead. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, so, but like, but there is kind of like a. That's, that's that's where kind of like the notion of talent kind of runs into the freight train of kind of like politics and and controversy and stuff like that, which is that like just because someone is, you know, even if you are just a super, super gifted creative person, having the opportunity to flex those creative muscles mm -hmm. It's like easier for me and my kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like when I'm asking when I'm asking like can anyone be a designer, it's almost like you can't just kind of ask it in a vacuum. It would be great if we could kind of ask that in this very kind of like intellectual I mean right now this this space yeah. is like this kind of this this um hermetically sealed intellectual vault where we can kind of right. you know talk at at length but yeah. like the idea sure there may be 
you know, a million very, very naturally talented designers that are actually more talented than the people who have designer jobs, but they just didn't have the opportunity to to flex those muscles or even discover it. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, so that makes me think, uh, can if there was a really great designer, would they even be successful today? Like, so there's a Leonardo yeah, da Vinci I, that's out there dude, right Dude, I now. think about this all the fucking time. Right? Like, I don't think we reward that stuff anymore. And yeah. that's why I'm always harping on, you know, make the web weird again and shit. Yeah. Like, we don't, that creativity is not valuable. Right. Well, it's, everything's kind of been normalized. Yeah. And everything's very sanitized right now. Yes. And all the things that I, I'm I'm realizing, everything that I've, I think I've said up to this point <laughs> is, <laughs> is through that lens yeah. of... In order to be successful, you know, right. A, B, and C. Right. And, and you know, because that's kind of what you need to do to be a professional creative in the world right now. Right. Um, that doesn't make it right. No. But, but yeah, like, if there was a, a Leonardo da Vinci, it's not Elon Musk, but, right. like, a, you know, right. like, an artist inventor, that sort of thing. Right. Would we know about it? If right. there was a Michelangelo. Yeah. Um, or who's, like, a daring, a daring artist or designer. Francis really, Bacon. Okay. Yeah. It really kind of challenged the norm. Yeah. So, uh, or or is everything kind of has to be done through the Instagram filter and the dribbleization and like man, you, you I'm, know, <laughs> welcome to the team, bro. <laughs> I'm glad it took you a while. <laughs> There's plenty of room on this boat. <laughs> yes, totally. Yes. Yeah. I think that I think that the most creative people these days. I think that if they have the opportunity to work in the digital space, it's extremely rare. Mm. They happen to have been born into privilege enough to gain those skills to do it and then happen, once you're there, happen yeah. to be in a environment or a company or some kind of startup or a, or a foundation that right. gives them the runway to actually do it. I mean, that's the fucking problem with the digital right. space is that it's not like you can be a graffiti artist and, you know, right. be fucking Basquiat, go out and tagging fucking MTA trains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all he needed was a big fat pen. Right. Now, if you want to make a, an amazing VR experience, uh -huh. what the fuck? You need like all this time and money and training and shit yeah. like that and fucking expensive computers yeah. and so it automatically limits there may be mind-breaking vr artists out there mm -hmm. and we'll never see because they're just too poor right and that fucking sucks right that they can imagine they can imagine something yes if they, they had this, the tools the and the opportunity right they would do amazing stuff right but we'll never see it Right, and so that way, and so then all of a sudden, the digital space becomes a cage. Right, it becomes a cage that cages creativity rather than releasing it, which is like diametrically opposite what to what we were promised. Right, it would be right, and if you go to school for that opportunity, you're going to be saddled with so much debt. Yeah, that you need to do something that's practical, like UX design or right. something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And what's more kind of crazy is that I just met uh, another designer for coffee today. They're very, very talented. Um, and I started to kind of pry into their background because they're really good at what they do. But they, they are that kind of designer that kind of like is very kind of like pattern focused and kind of like mm. deployment focused, but really good at it. Not mm -hmm. just kind of like someone that just kind of woke up and decided to do it one day. They're really good at it. But I pried into their background and they're actually like their 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 schooling was like humanitarian work. Mm. And they did like the Peace Corps, yeah. and they like like interned in like the UN and shit. Right. And now they're being a UX designer, and it was like, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we lost a good one to fucking UX design. <laughs> like what? 
that that they weren't able they didn't have the opportunity to pursue those things that would improve the world right and they saw ux design as a Right. Way to pay the bills. So the question for me is not like, can anyone be a designer then? Maybe the question is, should anyone be a designer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yes. Yes. I think, I think we need more, we need more creatives. Like that's the only way I can imagine how we kind of get past this. Mm. Right. We get past this, this homogenized kind of aesthetic and mm. culture that we're in right now. Mm. We need more people to just, you know, explore things and be able to have that opportunity to, to go back to like what we were saying is be able to take a, an idea, mm. put it down on paper and not be afraid to share that out into the world. Right. right. And right now, unfortunately, I think that is largely happening in kind of the startup space. Right. I'm a little biased right. working in the startup <laughs> space, but I think that's where there is some magic that's kind of happening. Um, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I haven't been very inspired by a lot of the art I see. Actually, you know, okay, I'll tell another story. We were in Chicago, and we were in the Chicago uh, Modern Art Museum, and yeah. they did like a like a digital native social, mm. like social media type exhibit. Mm. And I went through it, and I totally was just like, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't get it. My... <laughs> PJ, yeah, I think fourteen or fifteen at the time was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen." That was art for me, yeah, right, yeah, and it was totally like meme culture, right, like on a canvas or right. in some sort of digital collage or something like that, right. And that's how I saw it. I yeah. related it to meme culture, yeah, 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 but it wasn't meme culture to them. It right. was, it was their language, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do, I do. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> so, but it, but I mean, then you know, maybe that kind of turns the the entire question on its head and says, like, maybe there are parts of, um, maybe there are parts of creativity that are being locked and, and generated right now. And it's just that we don't see them, right? Because we're not fucking cool anymore, right? You know, I mean, entirely possible. I heard on the radio yesterday that uh, the majority of people that are going to museums right now are younger people. Awesome. Love they, it. They're they're like uh, they were because they were talking about the influence of like big oil and that sort of thing yeah. in the in the gallery space. Yeah. And so one of the reasons why like economically some of these museums have to back away from that. Yeah. Is because that's a awesome. Big part of their their patrons. Base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are young people that really care about that. That's awesome. And it's they uh, older people go more frequently. Yeah. But there's fewer of them. And so <laughs> the issue is, is purely a numbers game, right? It's like there's just a lot more young people that may go to these, you know, cultural uh, museums once or twice a year. But there's so many more of them, and they have they're starting to do that. Uh, that that it's actually creating change in the entire museum landscape. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fascinating. That's awesome. Well, you know, the kids are going to save us. We'll yeah. be all right. The kids will pull our ass <laughs> out of the fire. Yeah. So, so kind of going back to your original thesis or question, like, can anybody be a designer? Yes, I I think so. Yeah. You you agree? Yeah? I think that anyone can be a designer, and I and I think that anyone can try to do good with design mm. and i think that i think that you know whether or not someone is kind of naturally gifted and, and knowing and knowing how to draw a horse or not is a little bit is a, a little bit immaterial to the question of what this planet needs right now which is smart right. people doing smart things and making the right choices right right yeah. 
ending. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can hear all of our episodes at designer.fm. Yep. And if you ever want to email us, you can email us at designer at designer.fm. Don't forget to like, subscribe, give us a little love. Thanks, y'all. 